Welcome to the Dumb Idea Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share this video or podcast on any platform that you're listening on. Please visit us at www.dumbideapodcast.com. All right, welcome back to another show. Uh, interesting uh, night at the Oscars last night. So today is actually March 29th. I believe the Oscars were March 28th, which was a Monday? Sunday. Okay, so we're two so days that, removed from yeah, it. Yes, so the Oscars were the 27th. They were on Sunday night. All right, so we're two days removed. Obviously, the big thing on social media, all over YouTube, uh, during the Oscars was an incident where Chris Rock was entertaining the crowd as the MC, which is what he's paid to do, uh, makes a joke at Jada Pinkett Smith's expense. Um, Will Smith doesn't take too kindly to it, walks up on stage, literally smacks the stuffing out of Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. And over the last two, three, uh, over the last two days, there's been a whole discussion about, you know, whether, Will Smith was in the right, which some people say, and some people say that he was completely in the wrong, and then other people are congratulating Chris Rock on not retaliating. Um, So there's a lot to unpack here, at least in my mind, Um, regardless of which side you're on. Um, I guess first we'll go into... Whether you thought it was okay or right or whatever for Will to go up on stage, smack Chris Rock. Now, it looked originally, it looked like Will Smith was laughing at the joke. Yes. They pan the camera pans back to Chris Rock. Although before it pans back to Chris Rock, so they're showing Will Smith. He's laughing. Jade is rolling her eyes. Now we don't know if it's like a serious rolling the eyes, or whatever. Pan back to Chris Rock, and then all of a sudden, Will Smith's getting up and going on stage. Right, and it. And, and the thing is, like, they will do, if you look at the, have ever watched the Oscars, I have in the past, anymore, it was it was on, I didn't see it when it happened, uh, my wife was watching it, I was reading a book, so I knew what was going on, but um, I saw some bad jokes and some bad bits, like, it, most of it's, it's, it's funny, because for the acting that's being done, that they're celebrating, the acting on stage is so bad. <laughs> it's it, but now it's hard to, to to do scripted banter right it it doesn't work especially right. when you have people that don't work with one another or you know anything something like that but when he started the clips i saw like is this part of the act is this part of a bit and some people still think it was fake right i think he you know um slapped him pretty good but and the the reaction especially with with Will Smith yelling, um, what do you say? Don't put my wife's name in your mouth or whatever, like right. Or take my wife's name out yeah, your effing keep, mouth. Yeah, keep keep he, my wife's name out your effing mouth. Right. And he like yelled it and then yelled it again. Yeah. After Chris, after Chris Rock was like, it was a joke about GI Jane. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I'm sure we we can get into the reactions, all that stuff. My, my first thought was like, Will Smith's not that dude. You know, have you seen that, that it's, there's like a gif going around where it's, you know, hey, you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Like, he's not that guy. 
Um, not anymore. I, I he, he might have been in his younger days. Yeah, I just I don't see even even his Fresh Prince days, and when he was rapping, I just see now if Suge Knight had done that, okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, or like Suge, Ice right, Cube yeah. or something like that. Like well, he didn't okay. drop him off a balcony. <laughs> yeah, like okay, I I, I can see that. Um, but him, it's just like it's just so out of character for for him to do something, which is kind of why it, you thought it was an act at first. You know, why people could think it was an act. Yeah. So. Plus, there wasn't like a really great angle to get, like to see if hand met face. Yeah. But yeah, it definitely, the reaction afterward seemed real. Like Chris Rock seemed like after it happened, it happened, Chris Rock tried to go on. Yeah. And he definitely seemed shook about it. Yeah. And then it sounds like from the reaction of others around them that tried to calm them both down. Like, I guess P. Diddy was trying to be Peacemaker. Mm -hmm. Denzel's trying to talk to Will Smith. Whatever. But so everyone around them seemed to think it was real, Um, at least from the reactions off camera. I guess so from a couple of perspectives here, and I've got a larger societal issue that I want to get into, but in my opinion, the celebrities that go to the Oscars understand that the MC's role in this is to make the show entertaining because... Like you were telling me, the ratings for this thing are in the garbage. Oh yeah, yeah. This so this Oscars was the second lowest watched Oscars in history, and we can talk about why that is. I'm sure there are plenty of reasons about about why, but um, yeah, it was definitely uh, it, it's it's been in decline for a while. Yeah. So you've got that aspect of it where. The people that go there understand, and, and, and it's been, I'd say, probably the last six, seven years where they've had the MC be a comedian. Mm-hmm. So like Ricky Gervais, it was supposed to be um, Kevin Hart one year before they canceled him off of that. Right. But then uh, now he's back in good graces, so. Uh, sure. And, and and then Chris Rock. And so, but basically, it's always been like a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. And the stand-up comedians they've always chosen have kind of had that edginess to them a little bit like they're not it's not like howdy doody humor you know this is not jim gaffigan type stuff yeah um it's not it's not uh the ventriloquist guy who does the it's not you know they're not the clean comics usually that they're choosing because the comics they're choosing they know will garner an audience just for themselves because they know that they're going to crack jokes on the audience which is why like anyone who shows up to that has got to know their fair game, especially if you're sitting in the front row. And Will's in the front row because he's nominated for Best Actor. Yeah, it's, and it's it's almost a it's it's almost you have to it's like a bunch of mini roasts going on. Mm-hmm. And then like for this one, so Chris Rock was a presenter. The actual hosts were Amy Schumer and Wanda Sykes, oh. and they were pretty much unfunny. Um, I from what I saw, I really didn't laugh at anything. It, um, but a lot of stuff that like mainstream Hollywood does, I, I find barely entertaining anymore anyway. Wanda Sykes used to be hysterical. She did. Her, her standup was awesome. Yeah. Amy Schumer had like one good standup special. And then the last time we saw her on video, she was telling people that now that her babies were vaccinated, 
She was going to go lick people. She was going to go get COVID on purpose and go lick people who didn't have the vaccine so they die. Right. That was an actual video from her. So how yeah. she how she's even on a stage right now? Oh, we want why? Because they got rid of that real quick. Oh yeah, yeah that, that didn't happen. Yeah, that wasn't that, me. It's like they scrubbed it. <laughs> they, yeah, like you won't be able to find that. <laughs> the, the Ministry of Truth got took care of that one. Like that that was like that lady straight up sadistic. Yeah, and they're oh she can host the Oscars. That's okay. Yeah, and and it's. You know, the thing is, like, with Amy Schumer, she did have, I mean, my wife obviously was, was a stand-up special she had that was funny, but then it just, it turned into all period jokes, which I guess are, I mean, I'm not offended by it, but how many jokes can you make about it? I'll say this. There's only probably about three or four comics that have multiple comedy specials that I've thought anything after the first one was funny. Yeah. The first one, like, that's the one, they've honed that one for years. That's the one that got them up through the comedy club ranks. Mm-hmm. That's the, like, that, that was the material that got them the Netflix special, whatever, Comedy Central special to begin with. And it's, it, like, I always feel like those are edgier. It's kind of like uh, Eddie Murphy's Raw mm-hmm. was unbelievable. Um, the only The only comedians that I think have gotten better as they've aged. For me, Kevin Hart is one of the funniest dudes on the planet. Like, I I could watch any one of his specials and I'm rolling. Mm -hmm. Dave Chappelle. Yep. And a personal favorite of mine is Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. He's had a couple good specials where I thought the material was as good or better than the first one. Yeah, because I, I, I think a lot of them get to the point where they are, are so they get that big one there, and they're just coming up, so they can say and do whatever they want. Well, then once they've made it, then they have to start um, almost censoring themselves. Well, plus you you probably used all your best material to get to the, yeah. the spotlight. After that, you're kind of like pulling to some straws if you don't have any additional uh, life experiences to pull from. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of beside the point. But anyway, I mean, everyone knows who Chris Rock is. I mean, Will and Chris are friends, or they were. <laughs> and for for Chris, I, I guess the issue that Will took was he was referring to her baldness with the G.I. Jane joke. Yeah. But I didn't think it was like a malicious joke. It didn't come off that way. But I guess she has some issue with alopecia. Mm-hmm. Now, look, I get it. Alopecia is something, right? Yeah. Where the hair comes out or whatever. But she doesn't have cancer. You know what I mean? Right. She doesn't have some deathly disease. Your hair falls out. And could you be self-conscious about it? Sure. But to take the G.I. Jane joke a little too far, I think was a little bit childish. Because, like I said, Will was laughing. Mm-hmm. And then he probably looked over to the left of Jada and saw that she was like, uh-uh. Well, because she, she looked over at him. And like he's laughing, you can see he's abused. And then she rolls her eyes and looks at him, and then the camera cuts away from her. So like he gets the side eye from from her. And but if you look in like their relationship, like she was like running around cheating on the dude for like now it's like they're in an open marriage, but she's the only one that's exercising the privilege. Sure. So yeah. You know, if she's like, hey, you better go take care of that, my response would have been like, well, why don't you have one of your boyfriends going to take care of it? Because that was a good <laughs> joke. You know, now obviously uh, Will Smith didn't feel that way. Right. But 
it just kind of makes you look like a clown. A little bit, yeah. Like it's kind of like you only went and did this because she gave you the side eye. Yeah. Then now here's the thing: though. any married guy, kind of like, okay, I get it. Yeah, you know, I get why. And then after it happens, there's the backlash towards Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a monster. They should make him give the... Because apparently, like, the guy stayed, and then he won the Oscar. Yeah. And then he gave the apology speech or whatever. For me, it's like... He probably should have left if it was real, right? If it's real, you might want to leave. If yeah. you win, you win or whatever. Or maybe someone told him not to leave because he was going to win. There's something there. Most people would have just left. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have stuck around. Um. But then the day after, like there, there was two reactions to it. You had, of course, you get the white guys. He shouldn't, look, man, black guys shouldn't be, you know, that's what black guys do. Right, this, like, this like stupid nonsense, be, yeah. Because two white guys wouldn't have done the same thing. Right. But then you had, like, black Twitter, like, oh, see, now they're just going to say it's because of two black guys. Yeah. It immediately and, did, like, devolves into that right it, it, it when, immediately went to race right when you can go to any crap dive bar in south county with a bunch of rednecks and find some random dude fighting another random dude because of something he said to some girl yeah and i mean for me it's like i actually don't think any less of will smith because i kind of like i get it like I do find it funny, though, when women comment when two guys handle their business. Now, that could be part of the toxic masculinity they're trying to get rid of. Of course, that was thrown out there. Of course, yeah. But, and this this might be a little bit different, but let's say two guys throw down. Generally, it's over. The beef, it, it, it's squashed after that. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it, it, like, a good example wasn't, and this is going to sound stupid, but in Harry Potter, when Ron and Harry were having their fight, um, and they eventually make up, and like some stupid, like three words, everything's fine, mm-hmm. and Hermione and Ginny look at each other and just go, oh, "Boys," <laughs> <laughs> like 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 they, like they couldn't fathom that they didn't hold on to a grudge for eighteen years. Mm-hmm. And hold whatever they did against each other for that long, and they're never going to ever be friends again. Like, for guys, it's a little bit different. A lot of times it's action, response, squashed. Yeah. Now, unfortunately for Chris Rock, (laughs) it happened on a stage and on camera, and it might live on a little bit longer. Yeah. And he's always, like, now in Hollywood, he's always going to be, like, whenever people see him, like, oh, Chris, how are you doing? Yeah. Like three years from now. So. Well, I, now he's going to be, they're both going to be the subject of countless memes. Oh, all, yeah. <laughs> so. it, like, it's going to like it'll live on. But if that had happened in private, it's squashed two days later, they're good. Yeah. Um, and then you've also got the other, the other side of this where from Rock's perspective, what was he supposed to do? After he got slapped. Yeah. I, People said, well, you shouldn't have made the joke. He made the joke. Joke's done. Yeah, that, that bell, you can't unring that bell. No. 
does he probably he's laughing as Will's walking up. Doesn't think he's gonna get slapped. Might he might think he's gonna like do something funny for the crowd or whatever, play it up. Yeah. But then he gets slapped. Mm-hmm. He's a good six inches shorter than Will Smith. Oh, yeah. Physically, what is he gonna do? Hit him back? Yeah. Like uh, yeah, start like like a hockey fight. Yeah, start- tap him on the shoulder. <laughs> Come on. Come on. He, he there was nothing he could do. Yeah. And I think he handled it the best way that he could. Well, his the the his shows, his upcoming stand-up shows, all sold out, oh, and the tickets like doubled in value. So he did okay. Well, it didn't hurt. And you wonder who's going to make the most money out of that? Kevin Hart. Yeah, because <laughs> it's Kevin and Chris going on tour together. <laughs> so Kevin was like, "Cha-ching!" Yeah, <laughs> my bank account. We're adding five more shows. Yeah, because they're all just sold out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and shoot, I like. I, if it were fake, let's say if it were fake, let's go down that path for just a minute. If it, if this were fake, this was the best marketing campaign you didn't have to pay for. Oh yeah, like thank you, Will Smith. You just probably banked me another twenty mil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> from, from Chris Rock's point of view, yeah. Because especially, especially if Chris Rock goes out on this tour and uses it as material. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, it'll because then, of course, people are going to go to the show. They're going to sit there. They're going to talk about the jokes. It, it, who knows? Maybe even Netflix is picking it up for a special now. Mm-hmm. You know, if they weren't already. But then you know, and then I, I, I'd like to look at it like so. Right now, everyone says Will Smith is a bad guy. Not everyone, but that's kind of been the the consensus. He, he's mm-hmm. the one that looks the worst out of all of this. Right. What happens if he doesn't? go up there and slap Chris Rock. But tweet something out about his wife's condition or goes up during his acceptance speech and says, hey, you know, I love my wife despite, like, no, she's not going to be in G.I. Jane 2. She's, she has alopecia and blah, 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 and I love her. And regardless of that, you know, she's still beautiful. And then Chris Rock has the mud on his face. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So... By doing what he did, by choosing that course of conduct, he really kind of seeded the high road and right. went lower than than Chris Rock's joke, and now is like the bad guy. So yeah. had he just said, "Okay, I'm not going to go slap him across the face," I'm going. The, the, the other thing is, what's what's gained by that? Now, granted, these are all elite, rich celebrities, so no one's going to face any jail time or be charged with anything. Um, because we all know that that's not how any of this works. Well, in the go ahead. I'll, so I want to talk about that. You know, he, but he had the high road. He had the high ground, and he immediately just gave it up by doing that. The spur of the moment feels good to do it, maybe. And then goes back. It's kind of so out of character for him. To me, when I saw I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Right. You, th- like, again, you know, y- you ain't that guy, pal. Like, that's not who you are. You just look like a fool. Yeah. And everyone's got the capability of losing it. Oh, yeah. So even though he's not that guy, maybe something just twitched in his head. You never know. Um. I forgot the point I was going to make, though, um, before. But anyway, I, I think you're right, though. I think it, I, 
even if he were to have gone up on stage, I, even if he would have just whispered in Chris's ear or something, like, mm-hmm. hey, man, that's not a great joke. My wife's got alopecia. I guarantee you, Chris Rock immediately apologized for the joke. Yeah. Um, especially if he just whispers in his ear, walks off the stage. Because then, and Chris would have probably apologized. Then everyone knows exactly what Will said to him. Chris saves face because he apologized for the joke. Mm-hmm. And everyone claps and everyone's good. Yeah. Now, oh, I remember the point I was going to make. The point about if he were any other person on earth, Will Smith goes to jail that night. Yeah. And it was funny. Someone had mentioned you know, uh, star privilege. Of course, privilege has to come out somewhere in this thing. Right. right? So... Oh, actor privilege or rich privilege or actor privilege. Like they all, they pulled out almost like four different types of privileges for this guy. All of which are probably legitimate and exist. Sure. <laughs> and I mean, the other part is Kristen press charges. Right. Now, of course. He could. The Academy. He could, but he's not going yeah. to. Because for him, he looks bad if he presses charges, I think. Yeah. People are like, well, I get it, but you probably shouldn't have. You just got slapped. And you, come on, man. Right. Like, but. The, the academy doesn't have standing to press charges, so they can't. They can remove them. Of his, they but, said someone is investigating this, though. Right. I mean, some, they can, I, mean I don't know if you to investigate. It's on camera. Right. Like, but, w- the, the criminal side of it is right there. All right. the evidence you need is right there. Um, there's no claim of self-defense or anything like that. If you want to go and say, okay, it's... Like, he walks up on stage and does it. So, like, there's a time gap... Not a long one, but there's a t- he he went up there with the expressed intent and purpose to do what he did. Yeah, especially because he didn't hesitate when he got there. No, so it was he thought about doing that the entire way up. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So my other question is, so like Chris Rock is smaller than Will Smith. What happens if that's not Chris Rock, but it's Dwayne the Rock? Who right, makes that right, show? right. Does he go up there and slap him in the face? Nope. You know. Nope. He doesn't. He, because, like, okay, you, you you run the risk of, okay, he might be cool about it, or be like, whoa, get surprised, kind of like Chris Rock was surprised, or he gets his hands on you and it's, it's you know, <laughs> game over. It's night-night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, nice knowing you, Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you just, you picked the wrong one. Yeah. Um, and he had to have known a little bit about, like, they know, they all know each other, of course. Right. So... You know, okay, you know, like this dude isn't some like kung fu master. It's not Jackie Chan up there. No, yeah, it, and Will, like, like you said, Will, Will knew who who was up there. Now that's being said, Will probably could have done more damage to Chris. Yeah, like he could have close fisted that. Oh yeah, I mean, this, I mean, the guy played Ali. Yeah, in a film where he got legit boxing training. Mm-hmm. So the guy knows how to throw a punch. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying he is Ali and he's going to connect like that, but he at least knows how to connect a punch where well, it's going to have Learning some the mechanics of throwing a punch yeah. versus just swinging your arms around like a dope right. or, or an open-handed slap, two completely different things. Yeah. You know, if he'd gone up there and thrown a right hook, then it's night-night. Right. And I think he knew he didn't want to take it to that. So he was trying to make some sort of point. Right. And I can't help but wonder, because everyone knows the status of his relationship, and I think people kind of look at him as a like a cuckold. Yeah. If he's trying to prove, like, hey, I'm not this... He's trying to save face. ...cuckold guy, I'm going to go and 
defend my wife's honor. Because yeah. um, I'm not a celebrity gossip thing, but my wife was telling me that, like, this, I guess they had some special where they were both on. I heard about that. And yeah. he was, he's not happy with what she did, but he still loves her. And sure. apparently she's still doing it. Or I, I don't know. It's something where a lot of dudes would be like, nah, um, see ya. You know, right. We, we out. Um, yeah, they, also, they also don't have his millions to lose if they get divorced. So Right. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure he's bringing more power. Like, he's oh, yeah. got the bigger chunks. Because what, what is... He makes $25 million a movie. Yeah. He's one of the highest paid A-list actors yeah. in this country. It's like him, Denzel Washington, Tom Hanks. Yeah. And, all I, year. and the $20 million a year movie thing I'm quoting there... That was from probably like 10 years ago. So who yeah. knows what he's making now? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely think there was some some machismo on his part, like trying to save some face. Like, hey, mate, yeah, she's already made me look like a fool. Yeah. And now, you, now you're trying to make her, uh, whatever you know, he, he looks thought. like even more of a fool because of her. Right. Or maybe he thought the joke made him look like a fool because... I don't know, because that's his wife. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what he could be thinking. Yeah. Now, another aspect of this, and I mean, unless you got something more you want to say about the actual incident in particular, because I want to go on to what this, a little bit more on the society side of things. Yeah, no, I don't I don't have a whole lot more to add. I just, you know, um, I just think it would be interesting to see if it was someone, like I said, like, you know, Dwayne Johnson standing up there right. making that joke. I it, don't think he goes up there and no, does that. There's no way. I don't think Dwayne Johnson would make that joke. He's not really a comedian of, you know, but. He's a dad joke guy. Yeah, he like, may have. He could have. He, he makes dad jokes. He's a, he, he's not taking jabs at people. Yeah. He's making like generic everybody. It's funny to everybody jokes. That's what he does. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he walks up on anyone that he basically thought I can go and I can dominate Chris mm-hmm. and there's nothing Chris can do about it. So I'm going to go do this because I got offended. Yeah. I got in my feelings. I'm going to go take care of this, but you're right. If it's Dwayne Johnson, shoot, even if it was Amy Schumer who made the joke, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. not, he's not going up to do that. Yeah. Wanda Sykes, like he's not going up to Wanda Sykes and doing that. Yeah. You know, it, 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 so it, it really, I mean, if he did do that, he'd be out. He he would be blackballed if he went up there. Oh, if he slapped him. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, other than Chris Rock, I mean, the only thing, the, the only the only person you could have gone up and smacked, and everyone and everyone would have been cool with it, if it was like Jimmy Fallon, if it's yeah. a white dude. <laughs> yeah. Right now, right now, you can do anything to a white dude, and, yeah. and it's okay. I mean, uh, I, like if it was that clown from uh, that took over Letterman's spot, um, who's not funny, Kimmel. No, not Kimmel. Um, Colbert? Yeah. Like, go ahead. <laughs> I would have been like, yes, please go ahead. Yeah, do it again. Hit it harder. Harder. <laughs> Close fist, dude. Whatever Remember that Ali stuff you learned? Do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring some people with you and just immobilize him forever. So he can't do his job. Um, but so societal, though, and this this might be stretching it a little bit, but two years Especially in California, there have been restrictions. People haven't been able to, as as uh, the airline commercials say, move about the cabin. Right. Right. It, people have 
have swung their interactions amongst people more online. Mm-hmm. Twitter, inter- Twitter interactions, Facebook commenting interactions, uh, for some people, Instagram, um, even through messaging, like in the, it's not instant messenger anymore. That's gone. Rest in peace. Um, but like Facebook, I don't know what people use what WhatsApp Facebook, or messenger, WhatsApp, text messages. Yeah. yeah. There's a less, there, there's less humanity in that kind of communication. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if as, as these restrictions get lifted in those kind of States now we haven't seen it as much here, but in California, it's worse in New York. It's worse. Um, my theory is that people have forgotten how to interact with each other in person. So now things that people would have normally said two years ago to someone's face, they're now saying to their face that they would have just typed over Facebook. Mm -hmm. And that person doesn't know how to deal with it or, and they go punch the person in the mouth or the person saying it doesn't, realize that being punched in the mouth is a very real possibility. So maybe I should shut my mouth. Yeah. And we've talked about this before this very topic, but this is more of the real life situation where, um, and maybe not so much with Chris rocks with Chris rock because Chris has made a living kind of make jabs at people. Right. But in this instance, someone walked up on stage and smacked them for it Mm -hmm. because they didn't like it. Yeah. And in real life, you know, when you're around people, that's a very real possibility. Oh, yeah. And especially now when people have, in my opinion, people have gotten more sensitive. So something that someone says, and if they would have said it two years ago, would have just fallen off someone's shoulders. Now that person gets offended by it and goes and punches someone in the mouth. Or the person saying it says something really ridiculous and stupid that they normally would have said online and not in person, but now they said it in person and they got smacked the heck up. Like they they forgot that they were in person. Yeah. Like they're so used to being able to say this stuff via whatever medium where the threat of getting punched in the mouth is not there. And now all of a sudden they still do it because that's what they have been doing. And that threat was uh, actualized. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think I, I do think people are seeing more of that. Not, I mean, this is just an example to use, but every once in a while, you hear on reading local newspapers or whatever that you know someone got smacked up in Walmart. Like, what? I mean, yeah, it's Walmart. Yeah, those type of people were already there, always there, but someone actually did it this time. Yeah, like. I feel like it's 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 more of a thing now. Well, I think that, that one of the things that people are just nasty, like people are nasty and mean to one another. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of become the, now I'm not going to go and say that, the, the thing is people have been cracking jokes and stuff at, and at the celebrities' expense at uh, presenters and, and MCs of award shows have been doing it forever. That's part of one of the reasons why they people watch it is because oh like it, see I, I have never been into into award shows 
because it's it's just Hollywood sitting around patting each other on the back. Right. And you're all just a bunch of rich people patting each other on the back. Your product is, for the most part, crap. Um, but here you are, and then, oh, we get to see them, like, act normal. <laughs> we and, get to see them out in the wild. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, get... Someone's going to pick on them and laugh at them like we all get picked on and laughed at. But it's in a sterile environment. Like, it's not... So much of it is scripted. Um, So I don't really buy into that thing with the award shows. But people are very... I just get the sense that people are nasty to each other. You look at... So there's this thing I follow on um, Instagram. It's, It's this page called Karen go home or something like, and it's all videos of these, your, you know, uh, the air quotes that you can't see Karen's mm-hmm. acting like fools and yelling and screaming. And it's not all women. Like there's dudes that do it, that they're throwing in here. Right. They're like yelling and screaming at the 17 year old girl who works at Taco Bell because his, his chalupa got screwed up and acting like a complete baby. And, Rather than saying, okay, well, this is a kid. First of all, that's a kid. It's, you know, she's a girl. And call me chauvinist, whatever. To me, I still think our place as men is to protect women, not be uh, not be the aggressors. But here you are, a grown man, and old, probably old enough to have a daughter that age. You're going to go and yell at this poor girl because your, your chalupa got screwed up. Like, you, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Right. But you see people just overreacting, like throwing tantrums like these little babies. And then the yeah. phones come out, and that just escalates. Um, the, the second a phone comes out, people start acting for the camera. Um, but it seems to be happening all over the place. And maybe, like, the Will Smith situation was just that in that particular environment. Well, it's world. I mean, that was world star hip-hop. Yeah. And in re- real time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, back to your point about the, the Karens. There was a video, and it had a lot of views on YouTube, but it was of a guy, had his phone out, and was following a dad and his daughter in some store. And they and the father and the daughter weren't wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And he's following them with the video camera on, yeah, berating them for not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Telling them how they're killing people. Yeah. Doing, but... All I saw was a 40-year-old dude with a phone videotaping a teenage girl. Yeah. Like but in his crazy mind he he's he's doing like investigative journalism for all the world to see. He's justified. Because he's going to go take that video. He's going to go show it to his echo chamber mm-hmm. and they're going to validate him. Yeah. Say, good job for shaming them. Yeah. You did wonderful, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> the funny part is, is when that dad turns around and. <laughs> well, it, he can't though, because he he knows the video is running. Yeah. Because that dad, you know, why are you videotaping my daughter? Mm-hmm. Now he can't punch him because now he's got evidence on him yeah. showing that he punched him. But you're right though. In that dad's mind, if, if he, if that video camera weren't running. I mean, obviously, the, the the problem might not be as severe, but if if someone if some dude is forty year old dude's following you and your daughter, yeah, you will get punched in the mouth. Yeah, but because you got your video camera running, 
it's almost like this this protection and I'm going to record like I'm the one being the asshole. Yeah. But because I have this camera out, I'm preventing you from stopping me being the asshole and it somehow makes it right because you now cannot you can't address the issue the way it probably should be addressed. Right. In order to knock that guy back into his senses mm-hmm. so he just stops being an idiot yeah. and doing something like that where he's videotaping a teenage girl, mm-hmm. the guy's got to let him do it. Or, I mean, they probably left the store, but he's got he can't he can't handle the business that he needs to handle. Yeah. And so I, in, that, in that video, I've I've seen the. I don't know if you've seen the entire, like, after after version. Like, there's the following around. Then when the dad actually confronts him. Oh. And the dude starts backing up. So the thing is, a lot of times, once you confront them, they they start backing up. Yeah. And the guy, of course, is a, you know, is a, is a bitch. So starts backing up. And, you know, the dad's like, well, now, you know, you're so afraid. You know, now, oh, now, you know, before you were afraid of me, now you're afraid of me and, you know why are you ta- why are you videotaping my daughter? And he's like, because you're gonna kill all of us. And then as the dude's backing up, he's like, yeah, you're big and bad now, backing up. You know, and that's the kind of thing they they're like little dogs. So a little yappy dog, but they're barking and backing away. You know, that's that's yeah. what they do. They're just yipping and yapping, but you step towards them, they just back away. Well, and the other part of it is, what if that dad's not there, and this yeah. guy follows his teenage girl and and berates her without her dad there? Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, she's a teenager. She's probably scared out of her mind that this 40-year-old dude's following her and videotaping her. Yeah. What recourse does she have? Yeah. But in that echo chamber, it's completely justified. Mm-hmm. Like, the nut jobs rule the roost. Yeah. Because he'll go on, and, and like you said, he'll be validated by his community of other like-minded nut jobs. Yeah. And then, it'll even worse, they should die. I hope they die. Like, what do you... What are you talking about? They shouldn't get to go to the hospital. Yeah. No hospital beds for them. Like, what are you? Uh, ugh, I don't I don't want to go into my comparison of what I think they are. But <laughs> it, so, like, I, I do wonder, as these restrictions get lifted, and I, I think we've already seen escalations of incidents because of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, the stuff that happened before the camera gets turned on is someone agitating somebody else. Well, it's, yeah, and it's... And the retaliation gets caught, So did not you the see, instigation. There was a video, it was a bunch of women protesting, I want to say it was in New York. It had to have been New York or Los Angeles, but it looked like everyone was wearing, like, coats, so I'm thinking it was New York. <laughs> um, and they were protesting for... Mask mandates. So they're all standing there wearing masks and singing this creepy song. And it was uh, um, mask for teachers, mask for students. <laughs> like, it, and it, like, just because it's over, you're tired doesn't mean it's over mandate. Mask is like, this is creepy and weird. And there's a whole bunch of them doing it. Yeah. So now that everything's being lifted, before, like, you know, are you wearing the mask because you want to be left alone? Especially once we kind of figured out that, like, hey, this isn't as deadly as everyone thinks it is, and blah blah blah. But now, and and everyone's, you know, hey, I got vaccinated, so hey, I'm, you know, effing, I'm good, that sort of thing. And then 
But people still, like, I still had the mask. I didn't want to be left alone. I wasn't trying to make a statement. Just leave me alone. <laughs> but now that that's all gone, you still see people wearing them. Like, oh, so you guys are the true believers. Well, it's like in our like in our area, the local hospital sends out the statistics for the week. They put it on Facebook. Um, and it's just, they do the COVID stats. And I don't know why they're still doing it, but they still put it out there. Mm-hmm. This past week, two people were hospitalized with COVID. With or from? Uh, I'm going to say with mm-hmm. or and no, I'm going to say from. I'll give okay. them the benefit of the doubt. Sure. I'll say from. There's only two. Two. Yeah. One vaccinated, one unvaccinated. Yeah. Zero in the ICU. Mm-hmm. Zero deaths. Yeah. Why would you report that? <laughs> hey, we had two people with broken legs in the hospital. We didn't report that either. It would be like giving the... The, the daily earthquake report here. Yeah. Oh, today we had zero earthquakes. <laughs> Back to you, Jim. And don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, know, I know those numbers could change. Whatever. Sure. But with the number and, and, and with the numbers for that large hospital system being so low, you still have the crazy people who want to put masks back on kids in schools. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. These numbers, it's nowhere near what the high was when you were off for the masks. Mm-hmm. Now it's down. It's not even a significant number of the population anymore. Yeah. Not that it was before, but now it really isn't. We're talking about two people. Right. There's probably the same amount of people in there for tuberculosis. Or the flu. Yeah. Or herpes. Yeah. You know, someone someone didn't you know put their cream on. Yeah. Had a little fun on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they got to get some penicillin. Yeah. Well, you're not advocating for everyone to walk around with the condoms on all day. Right. And because two people got, you know, syphilis. Mm-hmm. But you're still going to board meetings asking why we're not following the science and mandating masks in school still. Right. Yeah, it's just a weird... I, I think a lot of people... And I think we talked about it when, when we had Stephanie on here. You know, people... It fits their worldview. It fits their pre-existing... Um, psychological conditions which have been aggravated by the whole thing to begin with well i i think for some people this is like the coma they don't want to come out of Mm -hmm. they liked being told what to do yeah they they like the lack of control over their life and hey you know what i get if you were if you were someone had to drive take some crappy commute to go work in some awful office somewhere with a bunch of (laughs) with a bunch of people you didn't like doing a job you hated right at least when it was all covid restrictions you could do it from home so yeah. you you were at, so you're still doing the crappy job you hated but at least you didn't have to get in your car and sit through traffic for two hours and you didn't have to go see a bunch of dickheads you didn't like anyway and, and work in some awful office building you could at least stay home and do it yeah uh, so i get that part i, I get it too yeah but these people who were in the shadows before now have social media to find their clansmen. Mm-hmm. And they, so now that when they go out in the real world, they're going back out in the real world. The, all the news, all the social media posts, everything is validated what they've been saying. They think a majority of the people think like them. Yeah. They think everyone's with them. Mm-hmm. And there's really only a small minority out there that, doesn't believe what they believe. Yeah. Well, then they go on the real world 
and they that that Facebook comment tirade that they have, they now go and do that in the grocery store, following the teenager and the dad who aren't wearing a mask because that's not what they were told. They were told masks are mandatory. Masks should be all the time. Right. Triple triple masks. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go videotape this and show my and show the my buddies who are the majority who believe in the same. Everyone believes the same stuff I do. I'm gonna go show them that I'm on the side of right. Right. But then they don't realize that someone else on the other side has their own echo chamber mm-hmm. who thinks they're in the majority. Yeah. And doesn't think that that side exists <laughs> or is smart either. Yeah. And and, and I remember, you know, and I, I think it was very much hyperbole, but. Tim Pool's podcast. Um, he he kept talking about how there's going to be a civil war in this country. I don't think it's going to get to that point. I don't think people are going to be like, okay, let's get our guns and we're going to go shoot some liberals. Yeah. However, I do think that the extremes have definitely bolstered ranks. Yeah. And some of these people are not very friendly. Well, I think it's, that's that's what happens when you... And that's dangerous. Right. I think that's what happens when you just... um, When you call names and you shut down discourse. So if, if I disagree with political position A on maybe not entirely, just parts of it, because the the supporters of it are so bought into it, and have attached their identity to it, they go and say, oh, well, you are you must be this-ist or that-ism. I'm like, well, I'm not a this-ist or that-ism. But then I look to the other side and I see that, hey, these guys say this, that, and the other. Screw it. I'm just going to go all in the other way. Well, it's, it's, the, it's the old Eminem song. Yeah. I am whatever you say I am. Yeah. And if I wasn't, why would you say I am? Mm-hmm. And you're right. It pushes that person who isn't, the isms or whatever, who isn't any of those things, just had a difference of opinion. Right. But you've now pushed them into the loving arms of that extreme wing. Mm-hmm. And those extreme wings, I mean, say what you want about them. They're very adept at sweeping up the unwanted. Oh, it's been, that. that's how all of these, that's how cults operate. Mm-hmm. That's how... Al Qaeda operated. That's how ISIS operated. The Klan, yeah, operates like yeah. that. That's how all these extremist groups operate and say, "Well, the loners and all this stuff." Like, hey, we're we're going to accept you, and they'll, you know, whether whatever paradise or um, afterlife they're selling. When you're dealing with these losers or these loners that have nothing, they'll go and buy into it. Well, and it's not even the dream. That they necessarily buy into. They, but they buy into the fact that this guy's not calling me a racist. Yeah. Not calling me a misogynist. Mm-hmm. He just, he said, come over and have a beer and wants to talk about some football. Yeah. And I like that. Whereas if I go over there, I'm going to get called all sorts of names. And it's not true. Yeah. Like the guy, it, it's like, again, you, they, they, the people in those wings on both sides are very adept at they, they know they know exactly what to say to bring in the disaffection mm-hmm. people. The kid who isn't loved at home, 
right? Yeah. Those are the ones that you, they usually go after the young ones because those are the most impressionable. Yep. You know, the dad's a dick. Mm-hmm. Mom doesn't pay attention to him. And they they met some 20-ish guy online who likes who likes guns. Mm-hmm. And he likes football. Yeah, he also has a Confederate flag hanging up. I can overlook that because he's not making fun of me all the time. He's not my dad beating the crap out of me. Yeah. He's not my mom berating me. And he's not the kids at school making fun of me. Mm-hmm. So I'll go hang out with that guy. Yeah, I don't. He might not believe any of it, mm-hmm. but that person's nice. Well, and that's it's, how it's, it's, it's like with girls sometimes. She's nice to me. Yeah, so I hang out with her. Yeah, and, that, and that's <laughs> yeah, and, and that's how street gangs operate too. Oh yeah, you know, um, they find those kids and like, hey, you know, you're with us. You have some protection and some belonging and a sense of community and all that because people are looking for a sense of community. So they find it. Sometimes they find it in their own places, whether it's with an extremist group, a street gang, um, some fringe political type stuff, go extreme right, extreme left. Um, I, forget, I think it was Harry Truman said the, or maybe it was Eisenhower about, you know, said the, you have the, the, the road and you have the left lane and the right lane and the extreme right and extreme left, that's the gutter. No matter what side you're on, it's still the gutter. So... Right. You know, and that's where, but the problem is the gutter's the loudest. Right. And that's where you you get um, a lot of this. And I don't think we're going to see a civil war. I think we'll, before, we'll see a continued fractionalization where you're having people, hey, you know what? I can't stand the politics of the state. I'm moving. So blue state's getting more blue, red state's getting more red. And then just this, so rather than the, per, like, it'll just be a constant, um, flow of people going to an area that agrees with, with yeah. with them, where they find more of a home, whether it's politically, socially, relate re- with religion, whatever it may be. That's where they're gonna. That's where they're gonna go. Yeah, and the, the other problem with emboldening a fringe, though, not emboldening. I would just say increasing numbers of a fringe is then that fringe. They buy into the fact that they think they have a popular opinion. Mm-hmm. For example, we went down to Disney, and we're driving on I-4, which is the main uh, interstate going through Orlando. So we're almost to our destination at this point. And on the overpass, we literally see about 15 Nazis. Mm-hmm. Like swastikas, like the, the, the Nazi flag. Oh, wow. Swastikas, like... Uh, some words, choice words, and they're on the overpass. So everyone driving on I-4 underneath it can obviously see them. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently, there was some rally there so in Orlando. But I know for me, I never seen it so bold right. before. I never seen a friend. Now, don't get me wrong. I guess they're, those types go to like Charlotte. They were at Charlottesville. And and some other place they, they, they go out and they they do their thing, mm-hmm. but this was on like an overpass of a highway. Yeah, so it wasn't like an organized, permitted rally. This mm-hmm. is just people doing shit, right? And that's what I mean by like they get a little more emboldened to do things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you've also got the other side of the ideolo- ideological spectrum 
where they're being more aggressive as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I, I don't know if it's always been that way, and I've just had my eyes closed to it, but I do wonder that it, it, maybe these, as people were kind of isolated for those first like six to eight months, now not everyone was, I guess Florida was more open, Texas was more open, but there were still, in the very beginning, there were still some restrictions. Oh, yeah. Um, and I wonder that that long with the restrictions of people kind of like lost their social ability. Mm-hmm. And some people who never really had it, who were kind of faking it to, yeah. to make it in the real world. Well, when they didn't have to use it, it's kind of like if you don't use it. You lose it, yeah. <laughs> like from the like from the forty year old virgin when Steve Carell was in the uh, the the uh, sexual education class. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I have a question. Is it true if you don't use it, you lose it? <laughs> and the guy looks at me, like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> but yeah. it, 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 like, if you don't if you don't use your social skills, do you lose them? And now you're back out in the real world, and this kind of goes back to the whole Chris Rock joke thing and Will Smith. One, did people lose their ability to just let things roll off their shoulders? And two, are people now more willing to say things that they were saying online because they think that more people believe them yeah, or b- believe they're right? Mm-hmm. So they feel more emboldened to go out in the real world and say it because they think the 30 people that are around them are going to cheer them on when they do it. Yeah. When in reality, the people are looking like, what the hell are you doing? Right. When Yeah. Because when you do it on Facebook, you get instant, you get that instant dopamine hit. Yeah. You get your likes, you get your comments, and you might have someone that comments against what you said, but then you're going to have all of your buddies swoop in to flame that person yeah. in the, you know, to reply to that comment and, you know, vindicate whatever you were saying before. Right. So then you, that just becomes your norm and you think everyone thinks like that. So then all of a sudden you come out, oh, I'm just going to say whatever and <laughs> get smacked in the mouth for it. Well, and I'm wondering, are we going to, are we going to have like, I don't know the right time frame, but are we going to have like a six to six month to a year period where we see a lot of people getting smacked in the mouth before society returns to a little bit more normal? Yeah, or if this is normal now, <laughs> so. is, it, is this the the reason why I say we go back to normal is just because the people people that get smacked in the mouth generally are going to go do it again. And people yeah. seeing, and when people see other people getting smacked in the mouth, they realize, oh, right, I forgot yeah. this. I forgot this was reality, and this could yeah. happen. So I'm not going to say it, too. Yeah. But I think Chris Rock probably would have said that regardless of the... Of I, the I don't think that. Like, I don't yeah. think what he was saying was all that egregious. Like, I don't think it was a... It was a It was a very mild joke. Yeah, and, and here's the thing, like, you know, my wife said, oh, well, you know, she has alopecia and and I know what that is. So she didn't have to explain it. And, you know, she talked about it in People magazine and she did some other interview. And I was like, look, maybe he hadn't heard that. Right. And if he had, he wouldn't have said it because I hadn't heard it. Now, I don't pay attention to any. Now, maybe he should have because that's his business. Right. I don't pay attention to celebrity anything. I don't care what they do. Like, you know, I'm the most... The, probably the most unaffected person by fame and, and celebrity. Like I, I just, I, they're people. I, I don't, yeah. I don't care. I, I don't care. Um, I'm with you on that. Yeah. I'd rather read a book than watch their crap. Like, uh, seriously, I, I don't, I don't care. 
Um, but so maybe he just hadn't heard of it. But like, he, he didn't know. Even if he did, though, is is it is it not something that could be poked fun at? Is it that I mean, like for example, and this is uh, I've got extra pounds on me. Mm-hmm. If I go to a if I go to a comedy show. And the comedian makes fun of my weight. Right. Am I, am, should I instantly get offended or can well, so, I laugh at the joke? Well, I so can he, la- people have the ability to laugh at right. themselves. Now, now, here's the thing, though. And I'll kind of flip the script and, and maybe take the, maybe not the Will Smith side, but the anti-Chris Rock side. For me, so say we're sitting around busting each other's balls, Right. And we're making cracks on, like, you're making cracks about, you know, I'm bald and I'm making cracks about your weight. Right? Fine, whatever, dudes, just sitting around. But then, say, my wife comes downstairs and she gains some weight. You're not going to make a crack about that. Right. Or your wife comes down and she had a ridiculous haircut. I'm not going to make a crack about that. Right. You know, like, because... You know, women are not fair game. Right. Wives and kids are not fair game. That is true. So I think as a dude, or just as a person, you should know that. Like, hey, and I don't know if girls sit around and bust each other's balls like dudes I don't do. think so. No, I, I don't think so either. I think they just talk about each other behind their backs. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, if we were sitting down here, just like we were for the beer t- tasting episode. Yeah. If we're sitting around here, you know, bust each other's balls, it's all funny. and no one. T- but I'm not going to make fun of kids or wives right right like it's just or or moms right i'll make fun of your you know dads are okay sure um but like that's because my dad passed away so like (laughs) no one's ever met him so like how can you make fun i don't even think dudes mess with i don't think dads even joke about or i don't i don't think guys mess with other people's dads though either yeah I, now, I, if the dads came downstairs, then they would join in and we'd all bust each other's Exactly, dads. right. You know, like, uh, you know, if one of the neighbor's dads is in town and, like, some of them that hang out and chill with us, like, oh, we'll just bust their balls, too. Absolutely. But not a mom. So no. I think that Chris Rock should be like, hey, man, that's... So I get, like, that's that dude's wife. Like, don't don't, don't be making wife jokes. Make yeah. fun of me all you want. Right. But don't... Don't bring my kids or my wife into it, because then the fangs might come out. Yeah, and that's a, and honestly, so. th- that's a great point, and I never even thought about that. Um, and I, I look, I know, I know everything's supposed to be about equality, but I don't. There's still decorum. Yeah. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. Decorum in politics is gone. Decorum. Oh, yeah. I, mean, it, I, I think everyone. Decorum's a weird thing. Right, it's society, it's old societal norms. Yeah, and everyone, and it seems like everyone will say, "Well, why do we do this?" Well, because it's how things were done. Mm-hmm. But why? Yeah, because it's it, it, and no one ever says because this is this is how society decided that civilized society decided they want to treat each other. Yeah, certain things were off limits, certain things were not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think going back hundreds of years, I don't, I don't know about thousands, but hundreds of years. There's always, and I kind of make fun of it because it's kind of like when, uh, and how I met your mother, Barney Stinson, the bro code, mm-hmm. right? Well, there's always been guy code, and, and fathers have passed it down to their sons. Yeah, you open doors for, like you open doors for women. Yeah, 
you don't you don't uh, verbally attack women. Um, guys are fair game. Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, if if your wife does something to a man, the man will then fight you. Yeah, he doesn't fight the wife. Right, <laughs> he fights you. Yeah. Now, if two guys, like you said, guys can bust each other's balls all day long. Mm-hmm. If one takes offense, the two guys settle it. Yeah. If they don't, they laugh. Move right. on, right? The decorum, though, is the guy code. It's not written anywhere, but you don't go after women, wives, children. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it. Well, and but this generation always, well, why? It's fair game. No. Equality. Right. No, no, no. No, because this is how civilized people... And and, and they're... Well, that's that's toxic masculinity. Mm, uh, yeah. <sighs> and that's... And I, and I think it comes back to... So, back when we were, like, living in caves or... I mean, so much caves. Like, maybe on the prairie. Like, the dudes pr- protected... The, the men were bigger and stronger and protected... The women and the children who were smaller, and and let's, I'm not saying women are incapable of defending themselves, but let's look at the how a, a man is built versus how a woman's built, or how it, you can't argue with the child, mm-hmm. you know. So it's the, but look at all any social animal, right? So the the big males, and then are the ones now with lions a little different because like the the males just lay around and do nothing for most of the time and the the lionesses are the ones that actually like, go out and do the hunting but um it, it's the the big male of the species that the other ones are leery of because that's the big protector and i think that's just so ingrained in people like that's the way it should be so like yeah you can cut on me mm-hmm. just like if we were two separate tribes we could fight each other but like your job is sort of protect your what you know, uh, wife and offspring. Yeah. So and to to break that, you know, because it's if you think through time, like it's the time from this was on Rogan the other day, the time from when like Vikings were landing on shores, and like when a couple dudes showed up in a boat, mm-hmm. and you knew you were effed because they're just going to rape and pillage and kill everyone. Till now, in the span of human history, is only the blink of an eye. Right. So a lot of that still exists. It's still ingrained in genetic code or whatever and, and societal, societal norms. And I'd even argue that, you know, to a certain extent, there's girl code. Like I just mentioned with guy code, like, sometimes, like women would handle things with women, men would handle things with men. Mm-hmm. And if the man had an issue with a woman, then his wife or whatever would approach that woman the man would not approach that woman yeah just like if the woman had an issue with the man the woman would then go to either her husband or brother whatever and he would then go to the man and deal with it Mm -hmm. it was never crossed you didn't cross the streams as the ghostbusters would say right um and i mean obviously it's not gonna that's not gonna pertain to every single situation but there was a reason. I think there was definitely a a reason for it, mm-hmm. and things might have might work better that way. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it it's it's tough to. I mean, 
what's been done for progress, because obviously things back then weren't great for certain people, right? What? So weren't great for most people, right? <laughs> so. But as I think, some important things were lost along the way, mm-hmm. and I think decorum is one of them. Um, now don't get me wrong. I'm sure in other places decorum. I mean, like you ever watch like the British Parliament on TV? Yeah, like when they, they just berate each other. It's kind of funny. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> like and they all cheering and like like <laughs> and like banging on the tables right. and right. Your mother can't make pie. Well, your mother has blue hair. It's like the funny. It's like the most childish thing I've ever seen. But it's hilarious, and I watch it. Yeah, they all wear wigs, and they don't wear the wigs anymore. So they've got like the. I guess they have like the judges in the room that wear the wigs, but like the actual parliamentarians don't wear them anymore. It's funny though. Like the speaker of the house or whatever would wear the the wig and. It's it is funny to watch that because it's so unlike. It's not standing there and you get to say your speech like people are like say shut up, boom, like <laughs> yell, throwing tomatoes at you. <laughs> like you get one sentence reaction, another sentence reaction. Right. Like they they pause their sent they pause their speeches for the reaction oh, yeah. for that purpose. What's well, like it, when Justin Trudeau was doing his enacted his emergency powers in in Canada mm-hmm. and he addressed Parliament and like, he's trying to talk and people are like yell like insulting him and yelling at him and interrupting him and he got it even worse when he went to england oh yeah that one lady just tore into him he like they berated him like a child yeah like we've been doing this for centuries (laughs) listen here child (laughs) you still have our queen on your currency yeah sit down you bullied the truckers. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just fucking, they went in on him. Oh, yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah, I they, couldn't believe it. <laughs> they, they, they let him have it. So, I mean, it was. <laughs> you don't believe in democracy. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what the, this dude this is getting punched from every direction. It was oh, great. Yeah. yeah, he was, he was, t- it was kind of funny, though, because it I, was just, I disagreed with him. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I just thought it, it was literally like a parent berating a child. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like England was berating its Canadian children. Yeah, like, it was hilarious. Yeah, like, like bring the wayward child back into, yeah. like, okay, get back here. Yeah, <laughs> it was. <ooh. laughs> I almost felt bad for the guy, but then I didn't because he's a jerk. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, so I, it was. It was interesting to talk about the incident itself. Obviously, because it was in the news. But then I thought it was. I, I definitely thought it, it could have some implications as far as like yeah, now that we're coming out of this COVID situation with how just people in general are just treating each other. And I wonder if it's going to get worse before it gets better or if, if it gets better at all, or we just kind of spiral down this weird undecorum space that we're going to. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a reason for the decorum and there's a reason it should still exist. Yeah. I think if you, if you remove and I think is if you remove it in the name of equality, and then, but it doesn't make anything better or change anything. It just makes everything worse. Then what's the point? You know, me not making fun of your wife is a good thing. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. that's a polite thing. And, like, it's just certain things that you don't do. Like, you don't comment on a woman's appearance. Um, don't ask a woman how old she is. Right. 
like you don't you just it's it's stuff you don't like you don't do so you don't assume a woman is pregnant right yeah. can i touch <laughs> your belt what do you do i have it <laughs> my kid's 15 <laughs> oh 15 years ago my bad like stop yeah. but you don't you it's just things that you shouldn't be doing and um but by saying that that doesn't mean that i think that you know that i devalue the contributions of women or think that they're less than capable of handling certain things like maybe you know if i'm a traditionalist as far as like yeah i'm not gonna you know talk smack on a girl like okay then i'm a traditionalist but it doesn't again we get into the zero something too where yeah. oh well you're that you think that protecting you have to protect women because they're weak no i think we have to we should protect and value women because that's what we should do yeah but I, it, I, it goes the other way too though yeah. it's, it's, it's like Women like some women's interactions with men and men interactions with women. Uh, I, there's, but even like men to men, women to women, there's proper decorum, just as a society. Yeah, that's just gone completely by the wayside. I'm not necessarily like we used examples of like how men should treat women, but there it's basically how people should treat people. Yeah, you know, in in general, it's just we we use those examples because yeah. those are the ones we know. But and, and you you do get away with it, you know, like in the neighborhood. Like when we first met, all started hanging out, and when the kids were all little and no one knew each other, like we didn't sit around and bust each other's balls until we got uh, to know each other a little bit. Wait, at least two weeks for that. Yeah, I don't I don't walk into a room with a bunch of dudes I just met and start cracking jokes on. I'm like, I do sometimes. <laughs> I'm that guy. Yeah, I'm like, hey, I'm here. We're <laughs> I'm but I'm in it. To, but you have to you have to also do that accepting the risk you might get punched in the mouth yeah well you, <laughs> so, yeah, you, you definitely got to read a room before you yeah. just come strolling in saying hey how how you doing three nuts you know, <laughs> right you, you gotta you gotta make sure someone's gonna be able to take that one right right and like laugh he, it off yeah you know hey what's up uh you know such short dude be like, <laughs> hey man can you reach up here on the top shelf and grab it? oh you can't like you don't do that right so you get to know the dude a little bit then maybe you do but if you know if you got a short irish friend with red hair and you call him you know, hey, Patty McLaughlin, how, yeah. where, where's my uh, pot of gold? You, know, you got to be careful and you got to make sure that he's okay with that. Right. But yeah. Um, yeah. So hopefully people are, uh, people listen to this and they can, you know, maybe people are going to put some decorum back in, back into society for everyone, for everyone's sake. But we hope you like this show. Please uh, like, subscribe, comment, share. I don't even know if we can do all those three things, but if you can do one of them, that'd be great. Share this with a friend. Uh, protect your identity online with private internet access. Go on the website, dumbideapodcast.com. Click on the private internet access link on the right-hand side. Get yourself some privacy online, and we will see you next time.